0: Hey boy, I bet you think that you're smooth, but I've been watching every single move that you do. You got that Chico, lingo down on lock. If you're gonna talk that talk, you better walk that walk. That girl you got, son, she's a bad one. I'm talking one. Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 195, Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in the basement now via Zoom because of this quarantine and this COVID-19. But we're still gonna keep the new guests going, some old guests, some now we got out-of-state guests, because hey, we might as well since we got this technology here. So we'll pitch it out. Duval just walked off screen, so he must be getting something. so we will start my bad it off. man,
1: my bad, man. I <laughs> had a little skill over here oh
0: look rookie rookie cracking open his own beer at his own house huh <laughs> uh it is national beer day so duval since you're back what you sipping on okay so
1: since i've you know been in this uh this house been trying different beers so i went to uh paris teeter and i got the Kona Brewing Company, Big Wave, Golden Ale.
0: That's a solid. That's a solid Hawaii. Yeah. yeah.
1: So try a little something
0: different. Okay. You
1: know, since I'm not the basement with the Bud Light. i light like, <laughs> like, you know I'll try something different, man. But, you know, thank you for allowing me to be here, man. You know, it's a little bit of an adjustment, but, hey, man, it's still fun nonetheless. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, if you're looking for me, uh, ride versus Duval on Twitter, just Duval on Instagram. All right,
0: Jeeves, back again. we got to work on your lighting scenario. Luckily, just about four or five of us see you right now. How you doing, Jeeves? I'm
2: doing all right. He, he's still kicking it at work.
0: Yeah. yeah. I see you got a tall boy. You went with tall boy tonight. It was a rough day at work.
1: Well, I just stopped at the gas station to get gas. I was like, well, I might as well just give me what the tall boy <laughs> wants.
0: Okay, I feel you. All right. <laughs> Where can they find you, Jeeves? Uh, uh, you guys can find
1: me on Twitter. Twitter
2: and Instagram, jeeves nineteen eighty
0: eight. All right, and then cheeks, cheeks. Uh, forgetting or having to step in and go to work, so he's on just phone. We can't see him, but we got audio. Cheeks, uh, how can the people find you? How you doing?
2: I'm doing great. It's been a minute. Uh, it's weird, like being on the pod and not actually being there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: but if you want to find me? It is. I'm the Maestro on Twitter and Instagram. And then, of course, my name on Facebook. But I'm realizing the older I get, the more I just
0: don't use Facebook. Uh, that's what Duvall's been on. Duvall hadn't really been using Facebook anymore. <laughs> I'm lost, man. I don't know
1: to do. I don't know what to do on there. <laughs> uh,
0: so for me, it's uh, J-Roll Nation on Twitter. And Instagram, the Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook, the Beards Watch on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube, they see me rolling. Right now, content is kind of at a screeching halt because obviously we're doing these Zoom videos, so no beerio cart, no brewer reviews, because so everything's kind of shut down. And uh, reaction videos, I think we're going to do... I thought about having Jeeves and Duvall come over, but I didn't want the riot to come over with people yelling at us for having people over. So I think we're going to do a a video conference and everybody who wants to come can be invited and I'm going to set it up and just kind of similar to how I do brewer or, um, our Mario cards, Brio cards. I'm going to set up down here in the basement and have my tripod set up. Cause I don't trust my two computers to edit. So I have my tripod set up on the TV and I'll be putting the zoom through the TV and then I'll be watching on the, on the TV on the right. And that at least give us a bigger screen and then however many people can get on there. So if you want to join, I think we've got already like 10 to 15 people who want to join on that. Uh, YouTube, as they see me rolling, subscribe to that stuff. We'll have the reaction video for the draft coming up in a couple of weeks. And then obviously. Two weeks? Say what?
2: Drafts in two weeks?
0: Yes, two weeks on Thursday. I'm right. pretty sure it's the first round. We'll only do it for the first round because I don't want to bog everybody's time up for second, third, fourth, and fifth. That's, that's too much. So. We'll do that. What
2: else you got
0: to do, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's very true. We will be kicking it. So if we want to just jump on, I don't I mean we can always jump on and watch it. I just won't record it for a video, so we can do that as well. We can discuss that later on. But subscribe, go buy a t-shirt if you haven't bought one. Cheeks got him a new design. Uh the other day, we were just kind of shooting Snapchat messages back and forth, and he was like, I said there ain't no rules. There ain't no was it rules or lines? Lines. ain't no lines in the quarantine and cheeks like put it on the shirt i said don't tip me was making seven dollars so i went ahead and made a shirt for him and so if you want to go buy one of those those will be up for a couple of weeks and then we'll take it down but it's got the original logo on the chest plate and then that that quote on the back of it so and it's just t-shirts i think i sent it to you jeeves didn't i yeah
2: you sent it to me
0: okay so if you want that it's there if not it's all good go buy another t-shirt all t-spring all our other logos but yeah, now we'll get to our guest. Let's see. I met him through my sister's friend. It's my sister's friend's boyfriend. Was gonna have him obviously gonna have him on the pod, but then this COVID hit and said, Hey, we'll still do Zoom. So uh Brandon, man, how you doing? Doing well, how about yourself? Doing pretty good. So uh explain to everybody. So you're in Greenville now, but you were living in Charlotte, but now you're locked in Greenville because of this quarantine. Yeah, so um Greenville or South Carolina just got a stay at home order. Before that, there was a, like, uh, I don't know if it was coming down from Charlotte, but at least, like, we had friends trying to go to Asheville. There's
2: cops right at the state border. Really? And it's trying to come in from North Carolina. They see, like, New York place, Florida place, whatever. (laughs) They're either turning you away or they're making you stop quarantine for 14 days. So my plan was to go back and forth from Charlotte to my apartment, but I can't. I won't be able to get back in. Wow. In South Carolina,
0: so. Okay, so you're there... Is that your parents' house, obviously? Yeah, yeah, Okay, nice. Well, at least you're with them. So, are you working, or are you just kicking it, or...? Uh, so, I'm in grad school. Oh, okay. Um, it's all
2: moved online, um, and then um, that's over in June, and I start work in...
0: August. Nice. What are you in a grad school for, and where at?
2: Uh, accounting at UNCC.
0: Oh, okay. Nice, nice.
2: Okay.
0: So, how did your girlfriend is was it my sister's sorority sister or are they just friends i can't recall
2: no so rebecca is friends with laurel laurel's sorority sisters
0: met ah okay 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 so explain every time i've run into you i have been highly intoxicated and i always i feel like i talk to you but then like obviously when you when you drink like but you don't drink correct
2: yeah, so April twenty second will be
0: two years. Okay, what's what's the story behind that? Um, if you don't mind sharing.
2: Yeah, no, not at all. Um, I wasn't an
0: alcoholic. I was a binge alcoholic. Okay. So, like, I could go two weeks without drinking, but when I drank, like, it was twelve pack, twelve pack for
2: pregame, go out to the bars, probably spend twenty bucks, come home postgame, and it just yeah. I never did anything stupid. I never got arrested. Yeah. But, wasn't something I wanted to keep on
0: doing. I, think. I was
2: also an RA at the time in college. Yeah. And if I kept on doing that, I would probably have gotten fired. Um, <laughs> I'd lose all the room and board. I'd get kicked off campus. And
0: I'd yeah. So you just know your limits.
2: Yeah. And, and. I, I tried to start drinking again, see if I could. Like I told my friends, hey, like watch out for me, like, you know, try to cut me off. I would say I'm going to the bathroom, I'd go to the bar, get four shots, down them, go back to the table. <laughs> It's still, years. <laughs> And my thing is, like, when I've been drinking, until I hit, like, 13, 14, 50, you probably can't even tell that I've been at that much.
0: Wow. Okay.
2: I was able to hide it pretty well. Yeah. Um, so, I kind of noticed that that behavior, probably not a road I want to go
0: down. Yeah. So, how'd you end up meeting your now, your current girlfriend, and then how does that relationship kind of transpire and work with... You know, she still goes out every now and then. It does drink, and you kind of—you're the DD per se. How does that all work?
2: Um, it works pretty well. I mean, I think Meg has was already starting to kind of like get more into the adult routine of not going out like four times a week. <laughs> uh, so that certainly helped. Now, like we were still in college, that probably would have been a little more difficult. I remember, like, excuse me, so half a senior year, I was sober. That was pretty difficult. Like if I wanted to go out with a girl, you know, she'd end up being shit based by the time we come home. <laughs> then, you know, I, yeah, I didn't want to be around that. I didn't want anything to happen. Yeah. Um, so that made it pretty difficult. But uh, yeah, we still go out. I mean, I'll get a soda. Before.
0: The bartenders will know, so they'll they'll make it look like a rum and coke. I have the straw in there, and then pretty much no one brings it up yeah <laughs> it's, it's pretty annoying when like someone will be looking over me and they're like why don't you have a drink yeah and you go, oh, no i don't
2: drink and then it just gets into this whole thing so i just make it look like i have a rum and coke and yeah pretty much
0: leaves it nice nice
2: yeah.
0: all right so let's get into like getting to, getting to know you a little bit better so what else besides the the drinking stuff but what else do you like to do for fun you know all that good stuff
2: yeah so fly fishing is like My hobby. Okay. Actually after college, undergrad, I moved out to Montana. Worked out there for a couple years. Oh, wow. uh, Wanted to go be a fishing guide full time. Um, That was a pretty transient life. I was living paycheck to paycheck. I would have to come (laughs) home in the winter um, to do some accounting work just to make ends meet. Yeah. Uh, you know, most of them would go down and illegally work in Chile or Argentina or wherever Yeah, they did that they almost got deported they got arrested I just didn't want to live that
0: life <laughs> <laughs> that's responsible right there in itself yeah. yeah
2: that's
1: a pretty that's a pretty interesting life
2: just... yeah my friend told me she went to an Argentinian jail had to pay like two thousand dollars to get on it at that right she yes. was like you know what <laughs> she probably so is, right?
0: <laughs> so wait that's so that's what a lot of these guys do obviously during the winter months is, is do some yeah. of that stuff, yeah.
2: Yeah, so they'll go work down in South America because uh, the months or the seasons will be flipped, so we'll yeah, be summer from there. Or they'll go work down in Florida. Now um, I used to live in Florida. I
1: never want to move back there. I never want to work there. So.
0: <laughs> oh, what's what's the negative reviews on yeah, Florida? I
1: mean, the weather's much nicer. I, I really would like to know. Like, I mean, people move to Florida. The, the, it's a little cheaper. Um. My problem
2: was I lived in a small town called Vero Beach, which would have been two hours north of Miami, an hour and a half south of Orlando. There was probably 15,000 people in the off-season, about 35,000 people in the winter, so a lot of retired people would come down there, yeah. and have, uh, winter homes. Um, so there really wasn't much to do there. I mean, we fished, we had a boat. Uh, I'm a big guy, so surfing wasn't always my forte, so <laughs> Couldn't do that with a lot of my friends. Um, yeah, it was, honestly, it was probably more the where I lived in Florida, not necessarily Florida itself. Okay. Uh, I was born in Memphis, so I was born in the South. So when we moved up to Greenville, South Carolina, it felt a little bit more at home.
0: So what's your uh, what's your favorite fishing spot?
2: Uh, out in Montana.
0: Montana, yeah. Uh, it's just It's hard to beat, huh?
2: Yeah, my dad and I, during the quarantine, we've gone fishing, um, and it's just, it's difficult, man. Because, like, out there, um, there's no one during most of the months, so you have all of it to yourself. Um, They take a lot better care of the environment out there than we do down here. Um, And a lot of it out there is public land. Um, What you have in the Carolinas and a lot of places in the South is either all privately owned or, you know, there's a little bit of public land.
1: So, uh you got something to all. Yeah, I, I, I just have, like, because I'm kind of fascinated about this fishing part, because, I mean, as a man that's only been fishing one time and <laughs> didn't catch a thing, um, <laughs> I'm interested to know, like, okay, so what was, like, on a good day? And I know you've got, like, some bad days and some good days, so what was, like, a really good day? It could have been, like, your first uh, first uh ever time going fishing or maybe your last time that you went recently. Like, what was, like, a really good day? fishing day and what did you catch and like what's kind of how did that go okay so the
2: first time i went out to montana that got me really hooked it was after i graduated high school and i had been fished my dad's been fishing his whole life so he had introduced me to fly fishing but it never really have um there's a secret spot out there i won't say the name of it um but we went in and caught a lot of nit- trout which you still don't see much out there um, so cutthroat trout are native out there and then arctic grayling Found in Montana, Alaska, and I think they're extinct in Michigan. Um, so we went to this place, and like my first day out there, we caught you know, three or four really big cutthroat. We caught grayling, and I thought that was normal, but like that's not normal at all. It's just really rare fish. Um, and then the fish and wildlife came in and tried to preserve the grayling um, population because it was declining, so they killed off all the cutthroat in there what turned out is and Grayling are dependent on each other so it completely decimated the whole population so I've been back there 10 times to that spot and it's never been the same Um, so that was probably the best day of fishing and then every day that followed after that at that place was probably the worst because I knew what it was Um, and then now what it is
0: Yeah. So. so what would be your favorite fish then to catch down here in the south
2: uh, probably red fishing out in Charleston. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the trout here are mainly stocked and they tend to be a little bit smaller. They're just not as fun to catch.
0: Yeah. we uh,
2: are going saltwater fishing down in Charleston. Uh, probably my favorite thing
0: to do. So I, I've fallen into, and I've told these guys about it, like, I've got some YouTubers that I follow that fish. I don't know, do you follow anybody on YouTube that, like, especially if they're in Florida because... I feel like they can catch so much crazy stuff, because people just release everything, and the wildlife goes crazy down there, but, you know, have you ever shot any videos or done any stuff like that, where... Uh,
2: Yeah, they're not on YouTube, Uh, Okay. my stuff I worked at, um, put some of my videos up, but um, there's kind of a high elevation lake out in Montana that's crystal clear, so we get the fish in and we take videos of releasing them. You could see them swim for about a hundred yards because it was so clear. Wow. Put uh, a few of those videos out there. Um, but now nah, I haven't really done any YouTube videos
0: or anything. Yeah. Have you checked out other people's stuff?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a few guys I follow um, mainly like I have some of their products. I know like there's, it's very polarizing like people either hate them or love them, but Yeti actually makes some pretty good short documentaries about fly fishing.
0: Okay. Um, so, I follow. That, there's two guys I follow. Uh, one's called Catch 'em All Fishing. And he's got a couple million subscribers. And he just does a, a lot of crazy videos. And there's another guy called Wild Word of Farley. And they also have like backyard ponds that they do. But then they go out and catch paku and, like you said, redfish and all that kind of stuff. And it's wild just to see them. Just the, the in Florida especially because you almost catch anything at any time per se because people keep fish but then they release their you know their their aquarium in the backyard and, it, and all those fish grow out and like peacock bass and all that kind of stuff so
2: yeah those peacock bass if you go down to some of my grandparents live in Miami that's where my mom's from um, I mean you can catch them in like there's a canal down there that's right off the highway. Yep. Just with trash. I'm sure there's a lot of guns down in the yeah. <laughs> from there. Yeah. There's not yep. not a great place to be. Yep. Um, but you can catch peacock bass right out of there.
0: Yeah, because it's all of those that peacock bass, like red, uh, was it red tails, the catfish that are all from the Amazon that people kept as pets, but then they released them and they populated in Florida. So it's so bad down there. I mean, yeah. You know, my grandma had like a giant python in her canal or something. Yeah in there like people don't understand, like the what you're supposed to do. And my dad had a co worker that did it is when your python gets too long, he took it out back, killed it, yeah, did a bunch of boots and <laughs> wallet with it. But people don't realize that they don't think the pythons are going to get that
2: big, they don't think their baby crocodiles are going to get that big. They've them in a while,
0: yeah,
2: just decimates the uh ecosystem down there.
0: Well, that's also if you've seen that new uh, there's a new show on Discovery about a a group of people who go and they're catching the pythons. They've got the keys to the levees, and they basically go down and catch them all. But it is, they talk about how one, you know, a set of pythons can lay, you know, up to hundreds of eggs in a season, and they just keep populating. They can survive almost in any temp, So, it's hard to keep them at bay. But yeah, they're decimating all the wildlife and stuff. But it's wild to see people go out and catch them. And you're supposed to now in Florida, if you run up on one, you have to immediately kill it or call somebody to come and kill it.
2: Yeah, um, you talk about YouTube and Instagram. My friend posts some videos. They, uh, his dad owns a bunch of orange, orange groves down there, and people releasing gators started to be a problem. Wow! Um, shows the video about how they get the gator up to the, the shore. They sneak up behind it with a 22, shoot it right in the head. Yeah. Uh, but as we're seeing more uh, invasive species, like out in Montana when you fish fishing Yellowstone, um, there were certain fish that if you caught, you were required to kill them on yeah. site. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really follow that. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah. It was more that I don't think it would have helped. Um, But everyone has their own opinion on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, go ahead, Jeep. Go ahead.
2: Have you ever gone deep sea fishing here in North Carolina? Not in North Carolina. I wanted to go to the Outer Banks. What's, what's always crazy to me is I could have been, from my home in South Carolina, I could be in the state of Indiana quicker than I can be at the Outer Banks. Yeah. But it takes oh, yeah. so long to yeah. get out there. Um, I can't deep sea fish. I get so motion sick. Like, I can't even sit in the back of a car. Like, I have to be. Really? Mm. Like the, uh, when I was uh, Jacob that night we went. I think you were there too, Jeeves, At the uh, the night we went out in like February for birthday. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Uber driver like looked back. He's like, he, he was like, hey, if you throw up, like you know, maybe he thought I was drunk. I was just motion sick. Like dude was driving. <laughs> oh, I'm not drunk. Like, I'm, I'm just about to throw up because I'm motion sick. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, uh, so then, what's what's next? We'll transition. Do you want? Do you see like you're doing accounting, but do you also obviously want to do stuff with fishing on the side, or do you see that more as a hobby now? Probably more of a hobby for the month or for the time being. Like I can see that down the road after I you know work for twenty years. Yeah. But financial security. I was kind of raised that that's always important, and I know it's important to follow your dream. All that.
2: Yeah. Um, but. With fishing, like, if you want to raise a family, it's so
0: difficult. Yeah.
2: You're you know, unless I could do a family work in the winter out there, you're moving three
0: times a year. Yeah. So, to put it together. Do you have, what is your, like, wildest fishing story? Like, do you have something where, like, something went wrong, it was, like, raining crazy, or your boat started sinking, or you got pulled in? Yeah,
2: or... I've had bear encounters out in Montana. I got pretty close. Okay. Walked up on bison where I was about five feet away. Um, but probably the worst is we were so out there for the rivers, you use these things called like drift boats. Um, they're pretty small, low walls on them. They're just meant for calm rivers. We took one out on a lake with like a two horsepower motor and we didn't see the storm coming in. Mm. And, and um, it was my friend and I, he guided out there, and then a, a local kid in town who had never been out there on the lake. Um, and the wind starts picking up, so we go, we were, like, a couple hundred yards from the boat ramp, but we couldn't turn the boat right without flipping it, so we had to go half a mile to the other, calmer side of the lake just to turn around and come back, and, I mean, we were rocking back and forth, and, you know, my friend Garrett looks down, and he's like, hey, start putting this stuff in the dry bag, so I'm scrambling to put everything in there. The kid that never been out there before looks back, and he's like, what's going on? I was like, oh, no big deal, just calm down. <laughs> and then he sees me putting everything in the dry bag and putting it around my waist ready to go over and this kid starts and this kid was bigger than I am. he started freaking out we were trying to calm him down because we didn't want him to tip the boat <clears throat> finally we got it in but, um, that was probably
1: the most nervous I've ever been in.
0: yeah okay
1: now have you ever been in a situation where I guess you caught something and I know you spoke to like you know a lot of your, your first encounter you caught a lot of good fish, did you ever catch like a, a
2: shark or a baby shark or something and you were just <laughs> like, whoa, this is nice or something like that? Yeah, uh, we were tarpon fishing down in Charleston, and uh, the problem down there is sometimes um, the sharks will come up and they'll prey the line and they'll break it off. So you have to reel them in any ways. You can't keep your line out there. So we wriggled in this hammerhead, small one, maybe four feet. Um, and I pick him up to take a picture, and he slips, and his mouth got within like probably an inch oh. of his fingers, and I just quickly threw him on the ground, and the guy like went or picked him up by the tail, threw him over. But I mean, I cut it pretty close. Yeah. So I have to ask, uh, how many black people are on these fishing trips that you go on? the cheeks ask the black <laughs> <way. laughs> Um, I will say in the time that I worked in that shop in Montana, of all the thousands of people that came in, I would probably say four of them were black, <laughs> three of them were I funny. can believe it. I don't know. <laughs> Bears, you my starts. Those sound like activities for us. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think it is too.
0: Like, down in South Carolina and North Carolina it might be different. Out in Montana, there's just not a lot of black people out there. <laughs> I mean, that's just the truth. <laughs> yeah. And that might been a factor in it too. Oh, it's gotta be. With all that wildlife out there, that's a place where it's very few that want to be out that way. No. No. <laughs> Duvall, Duval, Duval, how, much, how much would it, would you go out to a trip, like a fishing trip out in Montana? We had to camp. Duvall, you. you. me? Yeah, you. From. Would you go out and camp in Montana for like a week? <laughs> go
1: fishing. Go fishing.
0: You whole week? Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably do it. Yeah.
1: I'd do it. I'd do it. Chicks have to come with me. <laughs> <laughs> cheeks would you do it i
0: can't, I can't fight a bear <laughs> that's why you just got to get a gun man yeah no, actually man, but if you miss
2: <laughs> <that's> why, uh, <laughs> you can't miss it yeah so a lot of people um ask if i carried a gun out there
0: i never did um i carried bear spray okay i was in a study in
2: alaska and uh, when bear attacks happen, a gun was twenty percent of effective, like twenty percent of the time. Okay. Bear spray is ninety eight percent effective. What's in bear spray? It's like super mace. It okay. shoots out thirty feet. It spans out however many feet. Um, I mean, it'll put a bear down. Like if I got sprayed with it, I'd go to the hospital. Um, so if you- so you spray it, like, at the campsite, like a perimeter
1: around the campsite. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, gee, like wash spray, yeah. man.
2: <laughs> it's funny you mention that because uh, where we were, I was right outside of uh, Yellowstone Park. Uh, there's a lot of Chinese tourists that come there. Um, and we started having to put a lot of stuff in Mandarin because um, they bought the bear spray. They didn't understand what it was, and they were out front in the city hall spraying themselves with bear spray. Oh! That stuff can can blind you, so they ended up going to the hospital. Uh, But it's not a repellent. That's, like, if you're about to be attacked. Yeah. Uh, Okay, I got you. So, like, the second you're out there, I didn't have a gun at all. Like, um, not trying to talk bad, but there's a few towns on the way out there that I drive through, like Omaha or whatever, where I don't always feel the safest. I just always had the bear spray, um... In my truck, right next to me, because even they, even for people, bear spray is a lot more effective than anything else would ever be.
0: Okay, so people. Should...
2: Be, for a gun to be effective, like the only people that have ever carried guns out there with us, um, one was a marine sniper, and then one used to be on SWAT. So like they were the only guys that we trusted with guns, because you have to be able to pull a gun, un, like under pressure. Yeah. And if you don't hit a bear like square on, like if you just hit around in his chest and everything, it's gonna keep coming, like. What they do, if you have a gun when you're out there, you're supposed to wear it on a shoulder holster um, because basically all you can do is it, once the bear's on top of you, you just pull the gun out and shoot over your head when
0: it's on top of you. Okay. So, how, wait, have you seen that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio when he gets attacked by a yeah. bear? Is that is that accurate?
2: I honestly don't remember the scene
0: because that was probably a couple years ago. Yeah. I remember thinking like I'm surprised he survived, but you know they probably were. They were, He was probably like the character he was playing was probably a lot more capable than Steve Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that's exactly. All right. So, well, so how big is a is a can of bear spray? Like, is it like a can of wasp spray?
2: Uh, it... It's probably nine inches tall, about that big around.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. So people should start carrying that around then if they really need to get people away from them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> have you ever got hit with the bear spray
2: no i've actually never even fired it um, okay the closest i personally got to a bear uh we were walking back in the woods one time and we saw um two little brown dots on the trail above so we kept on walking uh, when we got close about 100 yards it was two cubs and you see the mom so the four of us like two faced one way two faced the other and we backed up down to the river and just kept on going that's the closest I've got. I've had a friend that had a black bear that was pestering her. Yeah. Uh, used the bear spray on the black bear. Um, but...
0: Um, so, does actually, it use, if you hit it with a bear spray, you're just basically... You hit it with the bear spray and then you just got to haul ass.
2: Yeah, because the last thing you want to do with a bear is run. Um, and we had a bunch of sayings out there, um, but... I can't remember. A grizzly bear, you definitely don't want to run because a grizzly bear is going to maul you, not kill you. Okay. Uh, a black bear will eat. Oh. Okay. So, well, so, the, so, so I yeah. think it's the opposite, but from what I've been told by the people that live out there, a black bear will just maul you if you curl up in a ball. Like a, or a, a grizzly bear, like a black bear, will actually start eating.
0: Oh. So you spray the bear spray, then what should you do? Just stay still and let it run but away? If the
2: pig, if the pig stops charging, I... I'd book it
0: out of there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's good to know. Duvall, for your next trip.
1: <laughs> Stay out the woods.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, then what do you want to do with this accounting degree that you're working on? Uh,
2: so I'm going to be working at a public accounting firm. Um, I still got to take three parts of the CPA exam. Hopefully that goes well. Okay. After that, I don't know. Oh, I'm looking to say in Charlotte, the only other place I'd probably move is Charleston if I wanted to work in the shipping industry. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, you'll find this funny since y'all live in Charlotte. Um, the only experience I had with Charlotte growing up was South Park Mall. Okay. So I thought South Park was downtown Charlotte because of all the tall <laughs> buildings and everything. Go there to actually visit UNCC, like, I, I then see, like, oh shit, Charlotte's actually. Pretty big, yes. Yeah. Um, and then my friends came down; they live in Minnesota and Washington State for New Year's, and they thought Charlotte was a small town too. And then they would get here and they're like, "Oh shit, like it's actually pretty big town." Yeah. Uh, so yeah, after living in a town of like fifteen hundred people in Montana, like
0: I pretty much want to live in the city. Okay. So and I commend you for being uh for you uh pursuing
1: accounting because I was a management major and. I took accounting one, accounting two, and finance, and they kicked my ass up. So, I commend you for taking all the accounting courses for everyone here. So, uh, that's great. Yeah, thank
2: you. Yeah, finance. I was going to go in as an engineering major, and then I uh, quickly did not pass
0: those classes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's tough. That's too much math for me regardless. So, I keep it moving. I keep it simple math, and then we keep it moving for me.
2: Honestly, but math isn't hard. It's like getting to the math. That's the hard part.
0: Coming from, <laughs> coming from the guy who's economics over here, economics degree from Cheeks. <laughs> I'm
2: just saying, like, the math is really not that hard. That's not the hard part. Cheeks, I guess I don't
0: think math. you ever heard me tell my story when I took pre-cal in junior high. I mean, in high school, the only way I passed was because we had an Indian teacher and she just gave out, like, neck massages. And I just let her give me whoa, neck whoa, massages and that's how I passed. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, What teacher was that? Uh
0: Miss uh Miss Gupta. And I'm not being uh, racist.
1: Pooja Gupta. Yeah, Pooja
0: Gupta. That that was her that was her name. And she was just I think she was straight I mean she was straight from India and I think they needed a pre-cal teacher in calculus. And she just, you know, and I think she knew everyone's limits and she just was uh okay with it, as long as you were nice and like I remember we had a party. In a pre-calc class, and I was really surprised when we had, like, a food party. That's the first time I had curry. And
1: you got neck massages? Yeah,
0: man. Yeah. <laughs> <I feel laughs> yeah.
1: I'm Why did I get a neck massage, man? Well, hey, I don't know.
0: I guess you just – maybe your skin tone was too dark, Duval. I don't know. Oh, it could have been. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: uh, did you have – Duval, did you have her too? Yeah, I had Pooja Goop. Did yeah, you <laughs> I <had> <laughs> Yeah. Jeez, so we know, man. We know you wasn't in nowhere near no pre-cal.
1: Oh, oh geez.
0: Jeez, <laughs> what was the highest math you took in high school? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is, so, since I came from California, that's I not, that's, that's not the question, Jeez. What was the highest math you took in high school? oh what i'm saying is some of my
2: some of my credits from middle school didn't cross over to high school Uh, middle school (laughs) freshman year i had to take a math class like all year okay because i had to catch up so i think it was i know i know I took geometry two whatever the one after
0: geometry is did you take algebra, Algebra, algebra algebra two So you took algebra two, then it's probably the highest one you took.
1: What's the one after algebra? <laughs> algebra two. Is the <laughs> algebra two. Then, yeah, when Cora took, went an algebra, geometry, algebra two,
2: yeah, yeah. So you probably,
1: you probably, yeah, okay. So you didn't
0: yeah. prob- yeah. okay.
1: exactly. so take precal, okay? It, I'm
0: done. And I just took, I just remember taking uh, stats AP because it was a football coach. That one. Yeah, Coach Russ, the head football coach, was there, and I known him because he grew up in my neighborhood. So I was like, Ah, oh, he, he ain't gonna fail me. So, <laughs> but you at least get a B. Exactly. That's what it is. That's all I needed. It was my senior year, so you at least get a B. That's yeah, all we needed need. to, to move on. So, but all right. Uh, so, Brandon, did you get any? Did you get? Did you pick a question from that notebook I sent you? Uh yeah. Well, Actually, wait. Before before we get to that, we kind of talk a little bit about how how's everybody adapting to this quarantine life. I know this is kind of right. you know Duvall. What's what's been your you know how's it been?
1: Man, it's uh it hasn't been that bad, man. Uh, I still am able to still go running, which y'all pick on me for. So I still am able to get my run in. Oh. Uh, I'm getting this beard, man, so I feel kind of connected to the beard Watch more now than ever. There you go. So um, I, I'm growing this beard. I don't know how long I'm going to keep it, but we'll see. Um, but it hasn't been bad. And I, it, the, the, the sad part is, and I'll be honest, it's the weather. The weather is so nice. Yeah. And I feel like I need to be
0: doing something. Yeah.
1: Since somewhere at a brewery, at a bar, at a lounge, but instead I'm in the house. But it's okay, yeah. because I think the one cool thing that people have been doing, I'm not sure if you know people, so like, there's people I know, like from a couple friends from middle school <laughs> and from high school and college that are DJs, so like what they've been doing is doing, like, virtual, like, <laughs> date place. parties or whatever, and it'll be, they'll, they'll be on Instagram Live for like one or two hours, and they are playing, like, old music from college, high school. So I'm listening to that, having a drink or two. Next thing I know, I'm buzz sitting in my living room at, like, 6
0: p.m. So it's just <laughs> like,
1: no, that's not bad. But um, it has been an adjustment. I can tell you this, there's a lot more people out, like, walking the streets in, like, the middle of the day. Like, when I get out to look outside, I'm just like, why is everybody out walking? But I'm just like maybe they taking a break from their husbands and wives or
0: something yeah. like that. because they both up in the house. Yeah. But um, Every, but after, after, this, bad. after this, after this quarantine, like, man, everybody needs a basement, man. Because this yes. is this is my <laughs> solace. Like let me tell you, like this is the like we got into the routine where we go do some work. You know, everybody gets their stuff done. Luke goes down for a nap. Then I come down here for about three or four, and it rejuvenates me. I play like two games of Madden. I just restarted a uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time. Ooh. So I've been doing that, and that just gets me, you know, gives every, you know, me and Jerry some time to not be in the same room, you know, get, get, get everybody gotta get their stuff done, so no one, you know. I thought what was one of the funniest things was the Charlotte Observer reported crimes are down, but domestic violence is up. I said, no nah, shit. What you think? I mean, everybody's gotta be with their significant other all the time. What do you expect? Of course, domestic violence gonna be up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just, it's just going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I haven't, there's not been really, like, a, a quarantine for me. Because the only time I've been on Saturday and Sunday yeah. so,
2: is because I work Monday through Friday. So, for me, it's just like a normal, a normal week and a normal weekend just saving money, not going to the bars or... Breweries and stuff.
0: Yeah. That's kind of been our thing is it's almost like this is the time to kind of knock some of that debt out. You know, uh, get some stuff like get some stuff we've always talked about to get done around the house. But also it's like, okay, we'll take that money, put it in the savings, put it here and not, you know, knock some credit card debt out, knock some more student loan debt out and just kind of look at it as a positive that way and and keep it moving. So but it, it has been weird working from home. Like I said, I have to go in tomorrow for a little bit of work, and it was kind of like I didn't want to go in because these people been working all over the place. But I also want to make sure I got a job after this, so I got to sacrifice one day to go in. And they got masks for us, and you know we can work from our desk, you know, at work, so it shouldn't be too bad. But I'll make sure I'm gonna get that over that OT that hazard pay tomorrow. So.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. What are
2: you doing, Jake, from the house now that NASCAR's done? We're doing
0: a lot. So, uh, basically, I've been in charge of – I've got two producers who are coming in Monday through Friday, and we are cutting down a lot of old races for them to to re-air. So, you're seeing a lot of these old races that are – so, we've got a lot of those trucks, Xfinity Cup. They've been cutting them down to, you know, hour, hour, two-hour, three-hour cut-downs. And like I uh, think this, they're gonna air like 2004 Rockingham on Saturday, so they're doing that. There's also these eye racing things, and we've been cutting those down to re-air that they've been doing. So I've been kind of in charge of getting that schedule, making sure they're getting out to LA, and we've got people in the building doing that. But I can do that all from my laptop at home. So
2: who's working those eye races on Sunday?
0: There's a group of people that are that are working it. That uh, but they're all doing it from different control rooms, so they're not close. So like. You know, the the director will be in one control room, the producer will be in another control room, and it'll it'll keep it that easy, so they're not right next to each other. So, but yeah, it ain't been. What about you, Brandon? How you been surviving in Greenville?
2: Uh, I mean, because the city didn't really shut down until five o'clock today, or the state, for that matter. Like. Uh, yeah, I've been good. I've been staying indoors. My parents are a little bit older, so i got to be careful with them. Yeah. Um, we've still been going to, like, Bojangles or Chick-fil-A or wherever. My dad's been going to the hardware store. We've probably redone everything in this house. Yeah. Redid the garage doors, you know, put pine needles in the back. I've probably power washed every piece of stone that we have at this house. Yeah. Um, so just things like that. And then school. School's been taking up a pretty good chunk of time. how is that online classes... So I won't, the classes to online classes for the rest of the semester. Yeah, and it's going to be my summer semester too. Um, so I will actually never go back to UNCC to take classes. Wow. Oh wow. That's pretty much done. Um, two of my classes are pretty much done meeting in, or meeting over Zoom. We just have projects to do. Uh, it's been alright. I mean some of the professors, like one of my professors is quite a bit older so it took them probably three weeks to figure out how to do this they're having to figure out how to do tests online um thank god like we don't have any like like there's some schools like I, where i went for undergrad they're doing stuff like they can see through the camera if like your facial expressions or if it's like you're looking over you look at notes to make sure you're not cheating like some places are taking it really seriously wow um, but luckily our professors trust us enough not to be doing stuff like that
0: yeah yeah, it's got to be a tough thing. Like, you know, you think about, like, high school seniors or even, like, seniors in college, like, how much it's kind of wrecked at all. I mean, especially high school seniors. And if you played sports, your whole season's ruined, your prom's ruined, your graduation. And college is a whole thing, too. Like, you just kind of toss it out the window. But, I mean, it's unprecedented times. We're kind of just making it up as we go. And, you know, the lawmakers are, too. So, it's kind of weird in that aspect as well.
2: Yeah, I heard that NCAA is going to be – Giving um, extensions to athletes who so have yeah. you can take it away. I don't know how that's going to affect like scholarship requirements or not, or if it'll even affect it. But, um. so, but for that, they're only doing spring athletes. do I know like shits on the winter guys because none of the winter athletes got to do an NCAA like championship. Yeah, and then I know uh, and like Division two, like it was still, like oh, one of the indoor track meets.
0: And it was, like, day two, and they were like, hey, it's, it's over. So, it's sorry, guys. So, yeah. yeah. That's, and I, I saw an article, too, talking about how basically, like, college baseball is going to be over – it's going to be overpacked. Because now the kids that were in high school that would either go to the league or go to college are basically just going to have to go to college because they don't want to just jump into the league because they don't know if they're going to get paid, if they can yeah. sign a contract when they get drafted. And then I saw people who were in college, like they're going to go back and play because the people who would normally leave, they're going to come back and stay because they want to get more tape. So it's going to be a real log jam there of scholarships and all that stuff too. So, you know, and I just I to see how this NFL – they just announced the draft. The NFL draft's all going to be via Zoom slash whatever online services they're using. And that could get spicy. I mean, we talked about a couple years ago when – the Bengals got hacked for making a pick for Mark. Was it um, who was it, um, uh, Muhammad uh, Sanu? Was it what's his first name, Muhammad Sanu? Muhammad Sanu. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they actually were going to pick him, but they were hacked beforehand. I mean, this could get real dicey if somebody ends up hacking in and picking a player that what is you know if if, if somebody hacks into the let's say that. The, the, the Lions at three and picks, you know, uh, Tua. And they're like, no, 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 we didn't want him. We didn't want him. So it's real it's going to be real interesting.
2: Yeah, I was uh, – yesterday I saw a tweet about different changes they might make for MLB. I don't know if it was, like, verified or not, but, like, um, to start the season on time, they wouldn't have an ump. They'd have, like, cameras watching for a strike. Yeah. Uh, players would be sitting six feet apart in, like, the stadium. it wouldn't be in the dugout. I just tried to pull it up and see. I just saw this article the MOB is considering skipping the 2020 draft. Wow. Wow. How yeah. that's also gonna impact all those kids that decided they would go to the league instead of going to college, so they turned down all those scholarship offers and now they can't play baseball. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks.
0: Yeah. Same with same with the NBA draft. I mean, think about all the kids who were using going to use the tournament to thwart their stock and now it's like, uh, okay. And we don't even know how, if it, are they going to be able to work out to even get to the draft? Like, it's going to be weird. Are they even, like, they're talking about they may cancel the whole season now. So I don't know.
2: Yeah. I think everybody should just go back to their junior, senior year and play again next
1: year. Yeah, the only thing that is college years. Yeah. And then you got to risk an injury, you know, yeah. there's a lot of other factors. you got to factor, at least for basketball and. I mean, even well, football. Everybody's already declared, so that's yeah. fine. Basketball. There's guys that are probably hesitant. There's some seniors that probably deserve to be in the NBA, but the, because they didn't make, weren't able to make a run, or juniors that weren't able to make a run in the tournament, they're going to end up playing overseas or yeah. the D League or the G League, yeah. which I'm pretty sure that's going to be extremely competitive over the next year yeah. because there are going to be guys that probably should be playing on an NBA roster that are going to be playing on the G League or W, not W. G League or overseas <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's. Go ahead, cheats. I I kind of
2: disagree with that because have you seen the people who are going to be in this draft? This, this draft is terrible. <laughs> not it's, it's so bad to the point that like, there's like iffy people who are declaring just because it's not bad. So it works out if you're not that good because yeah. then it's like, well, this dude is like 6'8, has a 7'2 w- wingspan. He is pretty I've let it. Athletic. So it's going to be a, a bunch of, well, you know, he's got the makeup, whether he's good or not.
1: But to, to counter that, what about those situations where you're factoring in your, you know, you've got the, the NBA combine, you've got all that type of stuff. You don't really have energy. So some guys may still be looked over. Now, there are going to be some that are going to, you know, benefit from this, but I think some are still going to ultimately – may, they may get to the league, but it may take them a year or two versus if they went and they were going to blow up in the NCAA tournament like, a, you know, McCollum did with Lehigh or something like that, you know, you might not have those. You know well, I mean, you know? yeah. But uh, just the McCollum thing, like – he was good but before that. Well, yeah,
2: yeah, he was. Yeah. And um, I don't know. And, and this year was like a weird feel. Like, who who was going to be that guy? Well, that dude from Dayton won Player of the Year for the nation of the award. He is. Yeah. He is so good. There, there was
1: a point guard from Michigan that was pretty decent. Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State. My bad.
0: What about that – was, what was the kid – was he at Memphis who got – but he didn't get to play at all, right? He was coming out with – Yeah, him
2: too. Yeah. Wiseman.
0: Wiseman, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it's definitely no issue. I will say I'm glad the Hornets are like mid-level and they're not like terrible. They just got to take a guy. Like regardless, it's going to be a lot of guessing in all these drafts. Like it's going to be a lot more guessing than it has been in the past. And the NBA draft – and, you know, unless you got a LeBron or a Carmelo coming out, and even Carmelo went number two overall at that, that time he came out. I mean, exactly. it's 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 going to be a lot of guessing, and some teams are going to end up without a guy, and some teams are just going to look into like, oh, you know, uh, someone's slipping down a draft board. So, you know, it'll be interesting. But there will, I think there will, could be a spot where people do miss out. Like, there's the guy from USCG that uh, ended up, he declared, Isaiah Miller or whatever. Really? And I, and I texted Jeff about it. And he's like, he's really good, but I think he's just seeing. He still said he could come back, but he's doing one of those test the waters to see if maybe uh, he, hasn't,
2: he hasn't hired an agent yet.
0: No, but they allow you to go test the waters and see if, you, if you're good enough and stuff like that too.
2: But how can you really test the waters if there's no combine, there's no interviews, whatever? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's yep. true. That's true. So, all right. Well, uh, Brandon, did you did you pick your question? Yeah. All right, wait, before we important. get to it, Jeeves, are you ready?
1: Hold on, let me get ready.
0: Come on, Jeeves.
1: Hey, calm down, calm down.
0: <laughs> Jeeves, we also got to work on your background, man. Where's that North Carolina banner at? Uh,
2: it's somewhere in the closet. I don't Why? Know what the hell? hell?
0: You don't wear it. Hang that shit up behind you right where you're at. <laughs> but where it's at? You don't know where it's at. That's a $100 banner. What you mean you don't know where it's at? <laughs> you got all this time on the weekends not doing shit. Go find it.
1: I'll find you (laughs)
0: you look like you in a prison cell
1: Jeeves (laughs) (laughs)
0: Good. All alright this is the uh, Warehouse Distillery (laughs) Escape 109 Wine Under the Bridge Notebook Brandon what'd you choose for us today
2: Uh, would you rather be cremated or have a traditional burial
0: ooh got dark on us here especially with all the deaths coming here ooh (laughs) Save some money, set me on fire. Wow! All right, where so cheeks? Where would you want your ashes like with who left your family or? It don't matter. Okay. The trash. wants Oh shit! Man, that got dark. Cheeks, dark ruins. I, you know, I, I'm kind of, I'm with, I'm with cheeks on the save some money because I feel like, like the, you know, funerals are like the last, like damn, I gotta pay this much for this, this much for that. So I can get the cremation and then, like, yeah, if, if each kid or whatever wants to take take a piece of it or set it off somewhere. I mean, I ain't, I'm i only 30 now, so I don't have, like, a very memorable, you know, if you wanted to run out on the Panthers field or street and just throw all the ashes out on there or something. But I can get that. But I feel like you can still have a ceremony, like, a celebration yeah, of sure. life with the sure. cremation.
2: Yeah. Let's keep it small. Yeah. I just, like,
1: I'm, a, I'm, I'm not going to be here to see my casket. That's like, true. I, I mean, shit don't matter. That's I'm fair. Definitely, uh, I'm definitely, um, I'm going to have the traditional traditional bird. Okay. Um, and then, uh... Because you already got your I'm, plot, not, right? I'm pretty sure, I, I think you can be crem- cremated and still, you know, donate your organs and whatnot, but I yeah. know I'm donating mine That's you know, save someone and
0: so Duvall, that's kind of how I want it. Duval, don't, you, don't your parents already have your plot?
1: They actually do, man. Yep. I feel like it's a black thing, man. They already got me on set
0: I mean, we, we've talked about yeah. this one night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, that's what I got. Man. Okay. All right. Brandon?
2: Uh, I'm going to probably have to go with cremation. Same we all saving money. Like, I know my dad wants to be cremated. I'll fly him out to Montana, spread his ashes in the river. Uh, either that or do like a weekend at Bernie's thing and then have me cremated. <laughs> oh that's that's humble I like it I like it
0: yeah. that would be something Jeeves
2: I'm, I'm with you guys we nation to save some money and then wherever they want to wherever they want to spread them they can spread them no matter to me
0: yeah Jeeves when you getting that on time man they get you on a pro soon
1: Nah, sure. <laughs> he got the orange on. Yeah, he got the orange on.
0: He looked like he said, hey, let him out on good time. Like Jeeves. You on that parole, man. I
1: didn't want to wear the same shirt I wore
2: last
0: year. I get that. I'm just saying you got to throw something on your walls, Jeeves. We had this conversation when we lived together. How many man sheets? I a lot of money to see Jeeves in jail.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jeeves, how many sheets you got in your bed right now, man? One. One, see? How many pillows you got? One. See, how can a lady stay over if you only got one pillow, man? I
1: can't talk to nobody right now. I can't go out and meet him. Hey, hey, listen. Jeeves said he'll give his pillow to her. He'll go without. I have three of them sitting over here. They're just not on the bed.
3: Are you a sports fan and wondering why guys like LeBron James and Dwayne Wade are drinking wine rather than the bush light you might be drinking right now? What if I told you I'd be willing to give you $50 in free wine to find out? High quality wine is both enjoyable and easier on your body. So if you've been thinking about trying some good quality wine, but you're not really sure where to start, you're stuck in the house and looking for some entertainment, or you're already a wino and looking to try something new, I've got a great idea for you. Scout Circle allows you to have a variety of wines that are cleanly crafted and hand-picked by a level 3 sommelier automatically shipped to your doorstep at your desired frequency. All the wine inside will be in, will be free of any chemicals or added sugar that you'll see in most wines in the store and they'll have the lowest possible amount of sulfites included so you can forget about the beer bloat while you're drinking or the headache the next day that won't come with the highest quality of wine out there. And each box comes with fun facts to teach you about the wine that you're drinking and you'll, and about the small vineyard that you're helping to support. Plus, if you're still hesitant, all the wine in your box will come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you're unsatisfied with a bottle for any reason, just let me know, and I'll replace it for you with the same one or any other wine on my site at equal or lesser value. To sign up, just head to my Instagram at Wine Under the Bridge and click the link in my bio. If you have any questions when you get there, just send me a DM. I'll be happy to help. New members that sign up for this program before the end of May will receive $50 in free wine credits when they receive their third shipment to use on any additional bottles that you left. So head over to at Wine Under the Bridge on Instagram and eliminate the guesswork while trying something new and fun with your family or friends. A glass of wine a day will keep your beer gut away. Cheers!
0: We talked about this when we lived together with Jeeves. I remember walking by Jeeves' room being like, if I was a lady...
1: I did get rid. I, I did get rid of it, but I don't have the Carolina quilt no
2: more on the bed.
0: Well, that's at least. I mean, that's better than just one blanket. I mean, I, I
2: mean it's just me in the
0: bed. I, I know, but you gotta make like it eight pillows. Yeah, you gotta have it make it look appealing for the young lady to to, to come and stay over. Is all I'm saying.
1: I ain't meeting no young ladies with
2: everybody
0: being quarantined. Not with that attitude. Zoom? You got you, you can do Zoom roulette. You can do. Right. I think the swipe right still
1: open, Jeeves. What? 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 We gonna do? Text? Chill her out, Chill mine. You can't go see nobody. Can, open give me at the grocery store. Jeeves, it'd be we can have a virtual happy hour, Jeeves. Yeah. I've
0: got off-topic anyway conversation that we can have. Let's do it about
2: this situation.
0: Okay. What you got, Cheeks? But it's possible, Jeeves. Oh, you want to talk about it right now? You said off the podcast conversation. Yeah. yeah. Oh
1: yeah,
0: for sure. For sure. Oh you I thought I was gonna say, let it fly. We got a couple more minutes left, Cheeks. We're not
2: there yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 I think you can still work on your game, but that's alright, Jeeves. It's alright. Yeah you ain't you ain't paying nobody's bills besides your own right <laughs> all right just making just making sure man just making sure all right well uh, brandon you got any final thoughts final words
2: uh thanks for having me on
0: no problem man i mean like i said glad we could still have you on via zoom uh good to learn about fishing what was the biggest fish you ever caught
2: So, it was in Alaska, um, hooked up on a king salmon, um, it was two days out of season. So, when I got to the boat, we had to take a picture of it first with like um, like three-fourths of its body out with its head showing,
0: and then three-fourths of its body out with its tail showing. Wow. As uh, pregnant, you can't take them out of
2: water out of season. Uh, but that weighed about 50 pounds.
0: Whew. How long did you fight that for? Uh-huh.
2: Uh, because she was pregnant, it only took about 20 minutes.
0: Oh, okay. Because
2: uh, they were so lazy. Always. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's like when I see those videos of people fighting, like, uh, swordfish and stuff. And they're like, yeah, it took, like, seven hours. And I'm like, and they cut it into, like, a 20-minute video. And I'm like, seven hours. That's because it goes down. They're, they're swimming down so far. I just. Um, I got cousins in the Bahamas, and we'll go bone fishing down. There.
2: And that's probably the well, longest fight I've had was probably 30 minutes, because um, those bone fish will like you'll get them in close to the boat, and then they'll
0: take out 400 feet of line. Um, wow. and you have to do that about five or six times. Whew. Hell no. G said he only needs four pumps for that, man. That's about it. <laughs> that's all I need. <laughs> that's all <he> need. <laughs> All right, Duvall, you got any uh, thoughts before we send it off?
1: Nah, just everybody stay safe, stay uh, full with food and publics, and yep. you're good to go. Yeah, that's been
0: the toughest thing is, I know we talked about it over Twitter, Duval. there's no believers out there, but, you know, this Spice Rum has been keeping my allergies at bay. And, and, and I know you were the first one who kind of said something about it, you know, years ago, and I kind of was joking with you about it, but then I finally – got on it a couple weeks ago. Well then just this past week I had my allergies hit real bad. I mowed the grass. I got the spice rum and I was good. And then, you know, with it being quarantined, I try not to drink every single day, you know, that's how the alcoholism starts. But I drank Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but I'd always just throw a little spiced rum on my apple cider. Yep. And it actually because Luke wants like being quarantined with a toddler, you gotta take them outside, do something. They get crazy inside the house. But these allergies are killing me, but it's been wild how it actually, I don't know if it's placebo, I don't know, whatever, but it actually works. And, like, today, I didn't drink anything. I was waiting for the pod, and then the allergies. Just, I went outside to fix my uh, gate on my debt, as we've been talking about things that you've been always wanting to do. And now, oh, let's let's fix that right there. I was out there for 30 minutes of that, and my allergies just started acting up. I was like, golly. I was like, well, it's, it's 1 o'clock. I don't need to start drinking now, you know. But finally, I, I finally got me two glasses in, About my second glass in happened through the pod, and I feel good. It's wild, yeah. man.
1: It's just amazing, those things, you know, you just hate it. If you could drink all the time, <laughs> them, yeah. man, you'd be fine.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's really weird how that brown liquor, especially spiced rum for me, helps with my allergies. I
1: don't know. It could, it could be with the nasal or whatever, yeah. opening up or whatever, but I mean, that, that certainly could do it. Yeah, you know, I'm glad it's able to do wonders. You know, saving you from have to continue to pay for allergy medicine. You know, I you still, but it. see, I
0: still get the allergy medicine. This just kind of gives me an extra kick. Okay, so, okay, okay. It helps me be able to go outside and hit one of those, and then I'm good. So, okay. but
1: well, that's good.
0: Yeah, but cheeks, you got anything to end it off on? Uh, you know, it's just good to be back in weird times. You yeah? know. Yeah. Speaking of. Uh,
2: Allergies. This is like the worst time to have any type of like ailment. You know, people be looking at you like you did something wrong. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I, we it's were like, talking, we were talking about that earlier today of just like if you just sneezed out somewhere, people gonna start they'll crucify you. Under oh, no doubt. Like when this first popped up, I was in the store and I was trying to like hold in my cough
1: <laughs> and I like you know put the shirt over my face like it's like a. Uh, like, like turn and look i was like all right so this is what we're doing now yeah.
0: <laughs> well that's it's funny you say that when i was talking with my boss the other day about going in and the other guy i work with i've talked about how bad his like coughing and allergies and stuff are and he was basically like yeah and his wife actually is a nurse he's like yeah i don't want him to come I in because i knew as soon as he starts coughing people are gonna have a riot and I was like, yeah, it's just kind of how it is now. Because he's already bad when it's not COVID-19, so... Uh,
1: can't take that chance now?
0: No. Nope. And I, like I said, I, I think it, we were talking too about how for pregnant women, Jerriana was saying like, this is a great time. No one's dragging you out to do anything. But the tough time is going to be when you have to deliver that baby. and You've got to go fight how crowded it is going to be at the hospital.
1: That's true. Yeah.
0: Because we got her... Her brother's wife, so my sister-in-law's gonna be having a baby in June, and he's already told us he's a dick anyway. He's already told us like, well, ain't nobody gonna be invited to come see the baby. I was like, Oh, I appreciate that.
1: (laughs) Okay. I wanna come in anyway. Exactly.
0: Never mind, I guess you won't be getting your present then. So But Jeeves, you got any final thoughts? I'm good. Jeeves, what's your one goal for the next week?
2: I'll hang something up behind me. There we go.
0: That's all we ask. I just don't want you to look like you in a prison cell, man.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe that's a metaphor for Jeeves life. Ooh. Get dark, deep on us, Jeeves. <laughs> it's not bad. Do you feel like you're trapped, Jeeves?
2: I do not. <laughs> I feel like I can free, roll free wherever I want.
0: Oh. alright we'll leave it we'll leave leave Jeeves Jeeves and his Roman free for everybody else Uh, Duvall how we send it off peace